generation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Yes, sir, we promised you a great Gorgeous George. Ready, Blassie, the maker of time. Andre, the giant. WrestleMania. Everyone has a oh, place. Ladies and gentlemen, it is electric. Welcome to the No Disqualifications Podcast. I'm Adrian. I'm Laszlo. And we are covering WrestleMania 18. Now, there, there's been a few mania. There's not manias. I apologize. There's been a XP. few episodes, um, a few Raws, a few Smackdowns that kind of been left out. Um, we will call those the non-important. The wackness. There's nothing happening. There's just wackness so happening. We're kind, of, we're kind of moving into WrestleMania 18. We got to. Kind of get along, okay? We gotta move on, get out of the year 2002, get to the good stuff, get to the brand split, get to ruthless aggression. We gotta get there. We haven't even gotten to the ruthless, ruthless Not aggression yet. yet. We are slowly waiting out of what you would call, I guess, uh, the attitude era, the remnants, the the pieces left over here. So we are 2002. 2002, March 17th, 2002, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The Sky Dome attendance was 68,237 with a buy rate, a buy rate of 860,000. Wow. Uh, I don't know the average price, but the buy rate for the previous WrestleMania, WrestleMania 17, was 1,040,000. So we're down a little bit. So McMahon was like, ah, that's, that's not good stuff. That's no, not no, good there's, shit. There's not, it was not good shit indeed. Uh, so there's been a bit of a drop off, and here's the thing. So if you if you're kind of curious where we've led as far as storyline wise, you can always go back and and listen to our previous episodes. Um, we have episodes where we've covered leading up to WrestleMania, what happened at No Way Out, what happened at Royal Rumble. Um, they're all done on the Anchor app. They're all done on the Anchor app, and you can find them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. We're everywhere. Everywhere. Except Pandora, and I, I like second best always. I always have Pandora. I've always had I, I only use Spotify for podcasts now. I use Apple for my music. No joke. No joke. Because okay. it's free to listen to podcasts on Spotify. And, and, but Apple Podcasts, is it free to have play music without commercials? On Apple on Apple Music? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. They, they, don't have an op, they don't have an option for that. You either get it and listen to music or you don't get it at all. So you pay monthly. It's, yeah, you either pay or you don't pay. Ah, uh, okay. But I have I have premium Pandora. I'm sorry, no, I have premium Pandora, and I have pa- uh, playlists on there that are like ten years old, with like 400, 500 songs on them. I I really can't. I mean, I can, but I don't. I don't feel like switching to. at this point. No. And I have um, YouTube Premium. Anyone sleeping on YouTube Premium, you need YouTube Premium. It's dope, um, and you can use it as a music player. I don't have YouTube Premium. It's you remind me all the time. I need to get it. It's how dope it is. I'll spend money. I'll spend money on a pair of bands and. 28 Funko Pops, but I won't commit to YouTube Premium. I don't blame you. I mean, you know, some people are indecisive. Um, I say with 40 pairs of sneakers and 60 hats because I have a void that I need to fill that I'm not willing to work on, <laughs> let alone acknowledge. She's Anyway, WrestleMania okay. 18. Let's go. Yeah, so the actual pay-per-view starts off. Well, I'll go ahead and mention uh, there's a pre-show that came on the came on Sunday Night Heat. It was Mr. Perfect Land Storm and Test versus Rikishi, Sky Tuhati, and Albert. We didn't watch We that. didn't watch this. It was on Heat. Um, Rikishi won the match after he had a bonsai drop on Mr. Perfect. There's nothing much to talk about it. We didn't grade it. I'm just letting you know it happened. Um, but the actual pay-per-view, however, does start off with a live performance from Saliva. Click, click, boom. 
and they're playing Superstar. I don't I'm not familiar. I'll be a superstar. They have a song called Ladies and Gentlemen. What a, pool. What's that? It's Johnny Pool. Ladies and gentlemen, do you want it? Do you need it? Let me hear it, ladies and gentlemen. It's a by saliva. Well, Johnny Pool has one called Ladies and Gentlemen. Johnny ladies Blood. and gentlemen, good evening. We're seeing a seeing is bleeding. That's saliva. Your ears and your eyes. That is saliva. I think it's Johnny Pool. I think it's Johnny Pool. I'm going to stand by that. Yeah, that's Johnny Pool, dude. We'll let the people put their Shazams and they can decide. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Even though it says saliva. Thank you, Pandora. I'm sorry, they spelled it wrong. I can't help it. They're all a bunch of illiterate backwoods. You know, hillbilly. Yeah. Tennesseans. Yeah, I could say it. I was going to say something else. Uh, (laughs) What were you going to say? I got to hear it. Oh, no, this one's racist. WT? What? No. No, I had nothing to do with white trash. Oh. I'll tell tell people about white trash is white trash. Jerry Lawler is not white trash. No, he has an autograph sign coming up here. So oh. I can't call him white trash. I call him white like to white trash later. Oh. Speaking of Jerry Lawler, though, him and Jim Ross are on commentary tonight. That was, they, were, they did well tonight, I think. Yeah, I didn't have any big quotes from them until we get to the Kane match. I got a quote from, from old, good old uh, Jerry Lawler here. Um, however, the first match of the night, we have William Regal defending um, against – Rob Van Dam for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, you know, Regal, so to start off, Van Dam does his kick. He hits a moonsault. And then RVD kicks the, because twice here, Regal goes for the brass knuckles. And he um, had two pairs stuffed away in those. In his balls. Yeah. It makes you wonder what else he's got hidden there. You know what I mean? Some Tic Tacs. Probably. Like Some two. Some wa- uh, medium waffle fry from Chick Fil A. I was thinking uh, probably uh, toast and beans, like they eat in England. You know, fish and chips. Go ahead and tweet at us at uh, Pod underscore No DQ and let let us know what you think he had hidden underneath his balls. Um, once you can tweet us at Twitter, it could be anything. Shawarma maybe. Um, he kicks the brass knuckles out of his hands. Yeah, Rob kicked it. Rob Van Dam kicked the brass knuckles out. Um, on, on both occasions, once again, kicked him away. Um, after a few, you know, there's here's the thing. So it's it's been stated that Rob Van Dam did never he never held his kicks really. He always if he kicks you, he kicks you in the face. How do you feel about that? As he's one of my heroes, and um, that's not wrestling. I mean, wrestling is an athletic feat, and you're supposed to make it look like you're kicking someone in the face. Yeah. That shows that shows you what a good wrestler is. Someone what, that can really make it look like you're popping them. The Undertaker, up until a, a, a match with a particular woo fella, um, his punches look great. He looked like, but he, apparently he wasn't even landing. But they looked like they were landing. I guess Rob Van Dam has to make it look real by actually making kick him in the face. Yes, yeah, real. He won't be real. Kick him right in the face. Yeah. Sure. Um, Van Dam does miss a frog splash. A few suplexes by Regal. There's one that deep down some on his head. Pretty, pretty hard. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked pretty sick. But it, it looked good, but it looked sick. Yeah. You know? It's like when you're driving past a car accident. You're going to look. <laughs> you're going to look. But, oh, what a shame. You know, I remember the 2000, around the year 2000, I was driving on, uh, getting onto the turnpike. Cops hadn't gotten there yet. And it was a bad accident. 
like right going up to the, to the toll booths. And I was wondering, and sure, if there was a car facing the wrong way, completely, but the person was still in this in, in the car. It was bad. I remember when I was on my way home. I was coming from uh, North Knoxville, headed towards East Knoxville, and I remember as I'm coming down the interstate, it's almost like you've seen those movies where like the tire gets pulled underneath the car and the car like slow motion like oh. it was like a somersault. You saw this? That, yeah, that's kind of what happened. So like it looks like when you're on a bike, you slam the front brakes and the back tire flips yeah, forward. You go over. You got to yeah. do do a stoppy or you go over the handlebars. Yeah. Yeah. So that car went over its handlebars because the, the whole front of the car stopped the back of the car. And it was like a, I don't want to say an Escalade, but it was like an SUV size type of, full size. Little, probably like a Rogue, maybe, or Pathfinder size vehicle. Oh, okay. And when, as my mom would say, ass over tea kettle and just, <laughs> and just slid on its roof. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if there are any casualties. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, let us know. But it was it was one of those moments where like I was like that's bad. That was a bad accident. <laughs> but I was like, I remember that. Troll. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a bad accident. But I remember looking. That's kind of that suplex felt to me. Um, rolling thunder. Uh, he gets him with the knees up. But after uh, after flying the suplex to RVD, uh, Robin M does hit the five star fox splash for the win. In a match, I have given a three. You only, I gave it four. Gave it three, yeah. Uh, Rob Van Dam is still one of my heroes. He is on my Mount Rushmore, along with Booker T, who's here tonight. Also, yes, he was. Um, I, I, Regal got bloodied. It was probably one of those kicks. Now that knowing what knowing what I know now, um, mouthful of blood. These these guys are these guys are athletes. These guys. They are athletes. Um, there's no doubt about him in my mind. Um, Regal's Regal's ring work is second to none. Uh, nowhere near my Mount Rushmore, but Regal's Regal's ring work is amazing. He's a genius in the ring. Um, I'm damn, damn, dude. Come on. No, I'm sorry. I I I've caught myself slipping. Should I, should I go ahead and give the death count now? I I think it's proper. Let's do it. Um. And we'll include the, the match for Heat. So, um, Test is dead. Drugs, right? Drugs. Yeah. Mr. Perfect is dead. Drugs. Heart attack, but drugs. Drug yeah. induced. Yeah. Um, let me see here. We're looking down here, man. And that's all. That's it? We got two dead. Two dead. It's only 20 years ago. Give it time. Give it Dude, I don't know, I man. Last time when we did that, I was like, man, is Animal still alive from the Road Wars? Like, man, I thought he was dead. Literally the next day, Animal's dead. Oh, I was like, man. oh, wow, that's crazy. So we should maybe not. Maybe I mean, we should, yeah, whatever. Maybe we should die, whatever it is. Well, you know what? Screw it. I've traded the lives of a couple of former famous pro wrestlers to know our power. <laughs> Whoa. I think Randy Orton's going to die. Dang. Tomorrow. Dang, what's today's date? It is Wednesday, February the 16th. You couldn't have picked anybody else. So Thursday, February the 17th. You couldn't have picked anyone else. Randy Orton, RKO. Why him? He's going to die tomorrow. Why? Just because. And if he dies, then we know our powers. I don't want that. Don't put that evil. You don't I want that. Nah, man. It's not going to be him. It's going to be someone like uh... one of the Street Prophets. No, it'll be some pedophile. Just give some pedophile wrestler. Jerry I, think, I think RKO is the next to go. 
tomorrow, Thursday. That happens, man. February the seventeenth. If that happens, I'm not remember. I'm done with the podcast. I'm not doing it anymore. I won't do it. I'll retire. Let's go. Next match we have uh, DDP versus Christian, the big crybaby. Um, so Christian and DDP have been tagging previous to this, and really uh, DDP was trying to help Christian with his his uh, crybaby pitching. His little condition, yeah, his condition. Um, don't you know? It's not a it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Is that what you said? It's, it's not a bad thing. It's a good, good thing. thing. Yeah. Smiling all the time. Creepy, positive bastard. Um, speaking of creepy bastards, Christian, also a creepy bastard. And then oh, after yeah. this, you see him like backstage. DP's like, smile. And Christian's like, yeah, you can't see it. It's like a Cheshire cat. Um, but it led to this after after Christian turned on him after a tag match. Um you know, this is this is pretty good. Gut wrench, gut buster by DDP. DDP closed on his Christian out of the ring. Um, Christian snake eyes DDPs and then drops him on the top rope. Uh, DDP tosses Christian off the top, power bombs him. Um, he goes for the diamond cutter. I thought this was actually a pretty good spot where DDP is going for the diamond cutter out, out of the corner, but Christian like holds on the ropes. And he backs up and tries doing it again, and then Christian puts him in a reverse DDT and drops him. Uh, I thought it was a good move. I thought that was solid. But after nice. after a quick counter, there's a diamond cutter to Christian for the win. And I gave this one three as well. I gave it three as well. I thought it was good. It was flat average. And, a, you know, Regal and RBD may have gotten more than four. But we got to keep taking into account that's the curtain jerk. Yeah. You, we, so. we were trying to be <clears throat> objective. We're trying to be objective, but we're trying to be hard on it, too. We don't want to be like, oh, well, this one was this one, I thought it was going to be crap, but it was good, so it's a five. You know, we're, we're trying to be a little, a little bit harder on these lately. And I think I think we really have. I think we've proven that to be a five, you have to be exceptional. <coughs> wow. <coughs> you okay? Yeah, I, just, I saw the light for a minute. But I'm good now. I'm good now. It was just like a, a bright light. It said these hoes ain't loyal. Next up, we have... Uh, Maven versus Goldust for the Hardcore Championship. Um, yeah, this is a hardcore match. Of course, twenty four seven rules. Pretty back and forth match. Um, the Maven got beaten up a lot. Oh, you want to talk about the shovel? I know you liked it. It was great. He set up a golden shovel while Maven was face down, put it under him, and, like, you know how you never lay a shovel down like that because you might step on it, it'll flip up and hit you in the head? Like Steve-O a la Jackass. A la, a la Steve-O and Jackass where he jumped on the rake and actually let it wallop him on the skull. Idiot. Um, that's sort of what he did, but, like, Goldust was standing off, off outside of the ring and laid the shovel down right on the ring apron with the handle facing into the ring, and maybe you know, on his hands and knees over the shovel, and he bopped the shovel, so it lifted up and hit Maven in his little girl throat. His little girl throat. His little baby girl throat. Poor little Maven. Maven. Yeah. Um, yeah. That so was that was a good spot, and then they kind of move on from that. They both get knocked out. Spike Dudley comes out. Spike Dudley, and he pins Maven for the win. Um, his celebration is pretty short-lived. However, Crash Holly comes out and chases Spike through the crowd, and then Maven follows, and Goldust follows. And now we have Drowning Pool. Saliva. No. Drowning it's Pool. Saliva. Drowning Pool performs Tear Away. Go ahead. 
Tell me you're wrong. No, I want everybody to hear it. Say it. It's uh, the show's main event, rock band, saliva. Make no, life. you piece of shit. This is drowning full. <laughs> no, you son of a bastard. It does say drowning full, but, but, but ladies and gentlemen, it's by the band saliva. Yeah, but who sings, who sings Tear Away? Trump. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Um, the cut backstage here. Spike Dudley fights Al Snow. Al Snow with a golf cart chases the two, crashes in some boxes. Spike fights off Holly by throwing him to steal a door. He gets knocked out by Hurricane, who swung him off of a rope. Um, Hurricane pins Spike Dudley, becomes the new hardcore champion. We carry on to um, we carry on to the next match here. Um, five belts. This next match, Goldust versus Maven was five belts. Yeah, five belts. I did. Like I said, oh, I forgot we didn't bell it, did we? Spike Dudley came running in, and my my oh, I got out. Man, I got out of my metaphorical seat. Cause Spike Dudley's my size, bro. Let's do and then he gets you at five. Yeah, I love that. I that love match, that. that match got five. That match got five for me. Yeah, that match was three minutes and seventeen seconds. Hell yeah! And he, I get to see Maven get beat up. I gave it two. You gave it two. Two. I wrote my notes. Pushing three. Pushing. Okay. Okay, closer to three, closer to average, not so poor for you, in your opinion. Well, yeah, it's kind of like universal opinion, but that's what I remember. See, I'm a, I'm, I'm a nitwit. All, I, all opinions are valid here. So the yours, obviously. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I hit you where it hurt? No, that would be my balls. That's where it hurt. Is that not where your heart is? That's, that's not. They say a man's heart is where his balls are. I don't think they say that. I take back what I said. I carry on. Next match, we have Kane versus Kurt Angle. Um, Kane versus Kurt Angle here. Uh, Angle uses the ring bell like right away. Like he just right like, before King's the bell rings, he just hits him in the head. So like, you can't ring the bell if I hit him in the head with it. Um, two arm, two. Uh, he does a two arm choke slam. So he's up there choking him, and then kind of double. I guess double arm choke slam. And he he stopped. He slammed him because Angle was like. Yeah, he's like, oh, choke me. Kane was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to be running for mayor soon. I can't be doing that. Knoxville, Tennessee. Kane powers out of the front face lock into a sidewalk slam. Uh, Angle hits three German suplexes. Um, a choke slam, but Angle has a rope break where he just throws his arm onto the rope. That was dope. Come um, on. Which, it was, it was hella impressive. Kane, yo, Kurt Angle's not as dumb as he acts. I'm telling you. He's a smart kid. He's funny as hell. Anyway, go on. No, no, carry on. Nah, you're like watching the shoot interviews and watch it like the table of three. I don't know where they I was seeing three. I was seeing them all over TikTok a couple months ago and then they you found the table, you can find the table of three on the network or Peacock. So someone saw it and said, Nah, that's copyright. Yeah, that's passion. Yeah. Can't do that. Okay. Damn it. Because I used to love sitting and watching them. Like the part ones they put on. I gave you my Peacock sign in. Uh you my network sign in, I forgot. My bad. So you can watch your old ECW. ECW. Um, yeah, but so after this, after this happens right here, um, Angle like grabs onto Kane's mask and Angle hits an angle slam and then he applies the angle lock. Um, and then Kane reaches the ropes and hits an enziguri. He like climbs up the ropes while he's in the ankle lock with one leg, turns around, hits him with enziguri, which you know, enziguri is no, well, it's if you have a hold of one foot. And I kick you with the other foot. Why they call it that? Is that just the last name of the guy who did it? 
Bird. Well, I can tell you, uh, the, the term enzu, it, it means, it's a Japanese word. It means oh. mandula amalgata. Side of the head. And, and giri means to chop. So the mandula amalgata chop. So it means to chop the, yeah. I think the giri enzu, is that what it's called? The enziguri. Enziguri, that's, that rolls off the tongue. And the medulla abungala, uh, the medulla, at least, is the stem. It's the brain stem. Yeah. the brain stem, so. Um, yeah. yeah, so, you know, we all learned something today. Yeah, that rolls off the tongue a little nicer than Enziguri, the, yeah, they do the medulla. Medulla abungala chop. chop. Yeah. So, enziguri means the chop to the medulla abungala. That's dope. Enziguri. I didn't know what medulla abungala meant until I watched The Water Boy. <laughs> They got all the teeth with no toothbrush. <laughs> Ma- mama said. But mama, mama said. Mama, mama said. Um, so he, he hits an area. A top rope attack by Kane was prevented. Angle rushes the corner, hits a belly to belly. Kane goes for a choke slam, but Angle reverses into a roll up, grabs the ropes for the win. Man, I give this four. I also give it four. This, this- in my opinion, my humble. Black opinion and check the calendar. It's still Black History Month. In my humble Black opinion, this is a very underrated WrestleMania match. This is a very underrated WrestleMania. Ooh, that's a hot take too. Go on. No, no, no. You go on. You tell me your feels about this. Well, I just like there were very many above board matches here. Mm -hmm. I've seen WrestleManias I wanted to sleep through. WrestleMania one. Yo. WrestleMania two though was was good. I'm gonna fill you guys in on something. When we when we were doing the WrestleMania series, Liza and I, Adrian and I, we would go. Uh, my days off were Thursday, and an occasional Sunday. We would go on a hike and hang out before we recorded the podcast. Yeah, that however was a detriment because we'd be so tired from the hiking. We'd sit here and have to watch WrestleMania and just be. Dozen. Do you remember me? Like, literally, you got mad. You were like, get out of my house. And you were falling. Yeah, and I was, I was like. <sighs> we were dozing so hard. So, sooner or later, we just quit doing that. And I would just watch them. Oh, well, the work schedules have changed? Uh, I have so, a kid now. What's its name? Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kurt Cobain. Co- no, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Grohl. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Grohl. No, no. But things have changed. So. I, I think we're better now as far as being awake when we do this. Facts. Um, and that's why some of the podcasts we've recorded in the past, they'll be there, but we have a second version of it. Uh, there is a WrestleMania 18 review we've already done. Of this WrestleMania? Yeah. You're just kidding. No. I would never kid. You would. It was a part of the, it was a part of the WrestleMania journey. I don't remember. That was a blur. Well, yeah, it was a year and a half ago. I was still married back then, but we uh, are still married now. I mean, you want to be a jerk? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but a house is in the home of one person. And you can't tell. So, uh, yeah, we've reviewed it before. So this is this is gonna be this is like a second take. I should have mentioned that beginning of the podcast. But no, this is a three. This match, no, this match is a four. Uh, the angle version is four. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Dan, Ken Angle can do no wrong. And angle is angles on my my rush one. Okay, that's fair. No, I I agree with RBD. Well, who's your rush one? Okay, it's 
New Jack will not be up there. He was trash in the ring. Had a great walkout song. Um, the gimmick was a little, a little iffy. Um, he broke kayfabe every time he did this. He did the X in the air because, like, he was like, you're going to get hurt, opponent. You're going to get opponent. hurt. You're going to get hurt, opponent. <laughs> so we decided New Jack's not on Rushmore. Who mm-hmm. is? Uh, well, okay, RVD angle. Okay. Triple H. Okay. I'm gonna I'm leaving the fourth spot like not wide open, but I'm leaving it open right now, just because. Okay. I uh, you know I'll go ahead and tell you mine, not the ass, but but my my who's on your Mount Rushmore? Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, Guerrero, Eddie, of course, of course. Um, Ray Mysterio. Okay. Randy Orton. Really? Yeah. Who's gonna die tomorrow? John Cena. That's a Rushmore. So we're, we're it can going, change. That's whack, though. Rushmore can only have four. Look, man, we didn't make the government. The government made us. That's not true at all. Hey, I, dude, look, I know more than you know, okay? Because I'm... I'm going. I'm learned. Oh, okay. You're learned. Yeah. This is the house of learned doctors. My mom and I are hillbillies. All right, before we fall off the, this, this trail of wagons, <laughs> let's hear a quick ad from our sponsors. Wow, man, those sponsors sounded great. Those are some great sponsors. Those people are smart. Are not us? We're not. No, no, can be us. Yeah, you do. Um, so next match we have Ric Flair versus The Undertaker. Woo! Um, this takes place in no disqualifications match. Man, the build up for this thing was astronomical. It was epic. It was epic. Um, I mean, this all started way back when. Ric Flair shows up again. He is, um, you know, he he shows up. So basically, the Undertaker ambushes a rock during the No Way Out buildup, and Ric Flair shows up and he's like, "Oh hell no!" Nah. So he he says, "This isn't gonna happen." He interferes during the Undertaker's match with the Rock. He hits him with a lead pipe, and the Rock wins. And the Undertaker is like, "Flair, me and you, WrestleMania, in there like swimwear, bitch." And Flair is like, like and, and 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 Flair's like. No, I'm not doing that. I don't want to fight you. So then, Art Anderson gets his ass beat by the Undertaker. That's and, split open. And he's like, up. hey, Mania, me and you. And Flair's like, no, bitch. And then Taker's like, all right, man, say less. So then he kidnaps David Flair. Beats the shit out of him. Dude, his son. Puts him in the shower. So he made, made him shower with him, which I'm pretty sure that's a form of sexual assault. Um, some kind of bloodies him in the shower, which is some prison sexual assault, and then he's like, "Hey, bitch, mania," and then finally, Flair's like, "You want it? You got it! Woo!" Yeah, he does all that, and he takes it out in helicopters. It, but he uh, it was an epic, epic, long, you know. Yeah, it's Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer is probably filming at the beautiful filming at the. I love it. it. <laughs> um, but that does lead to um, to this to this match here, and let's just let's just slide into this match, just like the Flair slid into the back of an air, airplane to harass a young young flight attendant with his penis. Um, Stewardess, they called him back then. You know, whatever. They're all people. I mean, in our eyes, of course, in the Flair's eyes, they're just sexual meat bags. Um, I've never heard that one. Well, you guys, I, you I love it. You guys, I'm going to use that tomorrow. You just got to read his book. Um, <laughs> Why would I ever? Instead of having an ex-wife, he just has the ex-sexual meat bag. Um, 
Flair gets his gets his stuff just you know tossed around. He's getting thrown into the apron. Gets his um, salad tossed. Tossed by Taker. Uh, Undertaker tries the old school. Flair pulls him down. Keep in mind, you know, in this match, Flair is the face, but at the same time, like, screw that guy. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna negatively grade his match because of this. Because of his infamous out of the ring activities. Yeah. But I will make fun of it. The the, the jet, the private jet flying, alligator shoe wearing, cocaine snorting, Rolex watch wearing, son of a bitch. I yeah. mean, son of a gun. Um, and you know, it was like forty years ago, and he threw an eleven thousand dollar Rolex like in a pudding at some restaurant. Like he was, he's such know, a, he's a person. Kid. Yeah. Uh, there's a moment here though where where Flair is supposed to take the classic Flair bump where he gets stunned in the corner and does a somersault out and walks the apron and then boom and yeah, but he he couldn't get up over it. So the story goes, Taker walks over to him and grabs him. And says, "Let's try that again, son." And throws him back over, and he does it again the second time. And Flair, oh. Flair has accounted that this that moment gave him his confidence back to say, "I can, I can do this." Because Flair hadn't wrestled since two thousand and one at the time, so it gave him his confidence back. The way he wrestled Vince McMahon at the Royal Rumble, but that's not a wrestling match. That's two old bastards hitting each other with pipe. Because that's what the match was. Um, so Flair gets his Flair, you know, Flair is much how, how Stella got her groove back. Flair's gotten his groove back as well. By the help of a, a sexy young man. And by the uh, I, gender Ginger Raw Undertaker, yeah. The Undertaker. Uh, the Underwhelmer, as I call as, him. Or as Jim Ross calls him, the big red devil. He doesn't have red hair, you dumb bastard. His hair is dyed black. Why is he called the big red? Because Jim Ross knows his hair is actually red. I, I digress here. Let's digress. Uh, Arn Anderson comes out. He hits a beautiful spine buster. I think it was, it was a really nice spine buster. Yeah, Arn Anderson's great. Um, Flair pins him for a near fall. Um, and then Undertaker, uh, he locks Anderson into the Dragon Sleeper. What's that? So, I'm glad you asked. A Dragon Sleeper is where you stand behind your opponent who is either lying or laying face down. You pull the opponent into an inverted face lock, so their face is elbow up, and then you clutch them with a free arm. The attacker then pulls up and backwards, stretching your opponent's neck and spine. If the opponent is sitting, the wrestler can press the knee into the opponent's back to add pressure. This move was actually invented by Tetsumi Fujinami, but it was popularized in the United States by the Ultimate Dragon. Um, right. Same variations, but the Undertaker on Twitter called it "Taking Care of Business," which is a really shitty name for a move. TCB, that's a biker thing. Uh, Low key called it "Dragon the Dragon Clutch," which is better. That's pretty bad. Sonata called it "Skull End," and he had a body scissors with it. Uh, Drew Gulak called it the Gulak, and then Alistair Black would call it the Dark Ritual. Cool. Um, so there's been some cool names. Of course, if you know biker stuff, you say, oh, yeah, TCB sounds cool. We're taking care of business sounds cool. If you're an average me, you're like, yeah, a little wordy for a choke. Um, he lost Anderson in that. Um, Flair hits him with a chair. Big boot. Um, he goes for the last ride, but, like, Flair is too exhausted to take a last That's ride. That's right, yeah. I don't know, you know. They recovered, and it looked like it was a part of the story, but at the same time, it could have been, like, Flair was like, Oh, hell no. Like, I can't get up there. We'll just, we'll just do this on the fly. Cool. Um, so, 
Taker hits a tombstone, which was a solid tombstone. Like he jumped yeah. up on that bitch a little bit. Um, to pin him and increase his winning streak at WrestleMania to ten and zero. Oh. Uh, man, I gave this three. That's all. Yeah, I didn't really, didn't really fancy me too much. I gave it a four. Okay. When, I, when I see blood, I give it a four. And um, again, objectively speaking, Ric Flair's a legend. Objectively, of course. Like, like, and what he's done in, in the sport of wrestling, not what he's done in the backstage and airplanes. Oh, he's master. Jeez. It's just so weird to think that, as Rob Van Dam would say in that episode, sometimes you just don't need to meet your idols. And sometimes when you meet them, they're pieces of shit. Did he say those words? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sugar free. The drink, not Ric Flair. Well, maybe. Because that wasn't sugar. I would. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it wasn't free. No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Traded 16 oh. Rolexes for that. That's what we call a segue. <laughs> Ready for the next one? The, the, the edge of the razor blade on the cocaine. Wait, edge? Edge? Man, he must be the booker. And he put, booker T? He bought it from the drug dealer. Booker, booker T? T. <laughs> Um, yeah, so and it's first Booker T. This is all over a shampoo commercial. Booker T. Black people don't be using no shampoo. Damn, that's racist. Wait, do they? Yeah. We want dreads? Well, no. Uh, well, okay, jerk. Well, why are you talking to me like that? I don't know. Me either. You said black people don't wear shampoo. Are we dirty? No. Are we dirty, filthy monkeys? Jeez, no. But like I didn't think they use shampoo. I thought they're gonna draw and shit get taken off. And get make make more money and get more famous than the other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um no, but uh yeah, so this is over a, a shampoo commercial where Booker T was supposed to be a spokesperson for shampoo. And they actually mentioned that to Jerry's like, your hair looks like rats. Why would you be a, a shampoo commercial? Uh I don't think they should wash dreads. No, you know, people with dreads. I don't think you wash it. I think like there's a thing you do to them. Like I think you spray them or something. Like spray I, them. I've seen them burning them with a lighter. No joke. I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm incapable of having the real dreads that the man should long for. But Edge ends up booking the spot. You think you're incapable of dreads? I think you could. I just it's more like I don't want to. I don't blame you. Uh, Edge recovers and hits a uh, counters Booker T's top rope attack with a hurricanrana. Um, from this, uh, brutal spinebuster by Booker T. They go for uh, a top rope Kirk run and it is botched. It is so yeah, botched. Yeah, Booker landed on me. It looked like ass water. It was booty. It yeah. was cheeks. It was dog water. It was buns. It was garbage. It was disinfecting. Garbage. It sucked. Um, a spear for two, which was now it being his finishing move. If you kick out two, it's like, oh. But back then it wasn't his finisher. Uh, Spinner Rooney. Uh, and then they exchange. Into Which is the, the windmill, if you know about breakdancing. Anyway, and they exchange to the execution by edge for the win. I give this two. I give it four. Just because the athleticism of the two men in, the, in that ring. That's a, especially Booker T, man. That's a, Maybe Booker T might be my fourth. Maybe. Fourth, maybe. Oh. Um, we go backstage wow. here. And Hurricane is interviewed by Jonathan Coachman about winning the title. And then Mighty Molly, Hurricane sidekick. Comes out with he well first she says we should run to we should run away to the Hurris Hurris cycle. The Hurris cycle, yeah, Hurris cycle. Like that's a car. It's because they're superheroes. And Mighty Molly pulls out a frying pan and hits Hurricane back in the head with it and then pins him for the championship. 
Oh my god. Uh, and now we move on to Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Razor Ramon. Paul. And last, hey, this is all on you, bud. Why you gotta do that? Scott man? Hall, Austin. These are your people. They're not my people. Scott Hall is your people. Razor Ramon is my guy. Well, man. it's too late now. For both, for every, but for especially Razor Ramon. My God. Yeah. Um, what he once was. Um, not a very memorable match, apparently. No, Austin really phoned it in. Um, of course, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash was Hall's there, yeah. running back up. Um, um, he held Stone Cold Steve Austin in, in a like a, a full Nelson job, and and Razor Ramon walked up like, "Hey, yo, keep going. I'm gonna hit you with this chair." <laughs> And we bonked him with a chair. Um, this is this is after that the whole monkey wrench incident, right? Yeah, and then you know Austin's a stunner about Nash and Hall. Uh, At but, one point, Hall hits Stone Cold with a stunner. Yeah, and but here's the thing: Nash elbow drops the referee, and the referee comes in. That's and right. Hall goes for the razor's edge, classic. Um, but it's reversed into a backdrop outside the ring. Nash is forced to leave by the officials. And then Austin hits two stunners, and Hall sells stunners well. Yeah. Um, for the win. Man, where'd you give it? I gave him four bells. This was a good match. This was, they, went, they went outside, went through, they got slammed on tables. Um, I wonder how much Percocet Razor Ramon was on when he was out there. This match. I mean, really, I wonder how much he spent on Percocet that day. I don't know, I'm only halfway through my Crown Sports podcast. Oh, he's going to be up. He's definitely going to be on there. Oh, he, no, I'm watching, listening to his episode now, and I'm, uh, it's three hours, and I'm only an hour in. He has a Just Like Homicide. Um, yeah, most of the good ones do. He was, <laughs> he, was, he was a bouncer in Miami and took a gun off a guy and killed him with it. Do you know the full story? I don't, but. So, since we're here, we're talking about Scott Hall. Spoiler alert, only a few times you're going to see Scott Hall again forever on this podcast until we go back in time. Yeah. He has about, he has about two more months left in him, and then he gets his ass booted after he groped a few uh, flight attendants and got H-bombed and had to be wheeled out in a wheelchair. And drooling. Yeah. Yeah. So um, here's the story here. So Scott Hall, balancer at the, in Orlando. Oh, it was Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. And uh, it was actually the – Infamous and slash famous dollhouse in Orlando. So famous strip club in Orlando. Never been. Nah, well, not a lot of reasonable people have. Boom, roasted, suck it. So I'd say unreasonable people go to strip clubs, but I mean, you know, just they're lonely, and what's the point? And they don't, they don't know that these girls think they're pathetic. Some of them know, and they like it. Oh, okay, so it's a degradation yeah. thing. So That's Scott Hall and this one dude, I guess, were it was a love triangle, right? Were they jarring back and forth for this one female, and she, like the dude, busted out all his windows in his car, Scott's car. So Scott comes out there, he's like, "Get the hell out of here!" So Scott's, you know, Scott Hall, and you know, once again, we say what we want about him, you know, him being a recovered junkie and and all of his issues. But he's six foot seven and probably at his peak six foot seven, probably three hundred and twenty pounds. Big kid. Um, 
So he walks up to this guy and he punches the dude in the face. Dude reaches for the gun. Scott Hall pulls the gun, shoots the guy in the face. He shot him in the face. Shot him in the face. And then this is the interesting thing. The the, the gun, I, I never really thought about it. Um, the gun that he shot him with was like, I don't know what kind of I can't I can't remember the exact gun, but it was a gun where he had the back of his the guy, back of this guy's head's gone. Probably a three fifty seven, yeah, or a thirty eight. Yeah. You know, his head was gone. So, damn, well, that uh, that really you know leads to a lot of the reasons why he has a drug issues. He do back in his two thousand eleven interview with uh, ESPN, he says, "I've never forgotten about it. I've been every time I close my eyes, I see it happening over and over again." Yeah, so much like a soldier going, you know, coming back with PTSD from killing people. You know, when you shoot a guy outside of Orlando Hope nightclub, you're gonna have the same issues as well. So, fair. Um, I gave it a two, man. It just, just wasn't what it just wasn't for me. I really Austin phoned it in. Austin was tired with how they were treating him. He felt like there's more for him than fighting uh, a two legends. Drugged out Hall. But they, he was still a legend already. But that that's the thing. We have the hindsight. Yeah, they're legends, but at the time, Hall's in no shape. No, he looked great, but and Hall and, and Nash's kneecaps don't even work. Yeah. It's just like we look at him and we're like, okay, yeah, you know, Austin. Here's the thing: Austin is like, yeah, I get to, you know, you know, Hall. He's at that time legend. He's more of a legend now than he was then. But like, yeah, you get to do that. But at the same time, I'm not. I don't have a championship match. Uh-huh. I'm not fighting Hogan. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm fighting Scott Hall, a shell of Scott Hall. Not even Riz Ramon, the exactly. famous. Exactly. The famous Cuban drug dealer, the bad guy, the bad guy. Nonetheless, uh, we move on to the four corners elimination match, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna zoom through this hell real quick. Um, APA versus the Dudleys versus the Hardys versus Billy and Cup. Chuck, Cup. No, you're right. Cup is correct. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and get these eliminations for you real quick. Uh, 3D to Bradshaw eliminated. Um, well, Jeff Hardy sexually assaulted Stacey Keebler. Smacks her ass hard, and her ass was exposed for like everybody to see. I mean, so, she, I mean, I'm not saying she was asking for it, but she was she turned around and moved him. Yeah, I mean, what do you expect him to do? Yeah, extreme combination is a swanton bomb and a twist of fate to Bubba Ray Dudley sends him out of here. That was great. And then Billy hits a famous her to Jeff, and then hits him with the belt for the win. Man, um, I give it three. Another four, really. The athleticism from those Hardys and the Dudleys alone. I mean, you know, the, the Dudleys are not willing to risk their – not afraid of risking their bodies. Um, Billy or Chuck, I'm not sure which one, shoved uh, uh, um, Devon through the table. Through the table. Like, he was going to go – he was going to go do the what? They do the, the flying headbutt into somebody's crotch and instead got shoved off and outside into the table and went through the table. It was awesome. Um, that spot alone, man, four belts. This is great. And we are on to the next, our next match here. Hogan, Brock, Icon versus Icon. I was want you to just take it off here and just tell what do you think about these two as individuals and then a pairing? Um, as individuals? Yes. I uh, may. Do they entertain you? I mean, like. As in kindergarten, I may or may not have told people that Hulk Hogan was my dad. He was a real American. 
But now that I, I look, I look and learn about Ray. He, he was nothing special. And I mean, he did body slam a 400 pound man in Andre the Giant. But uh, there was that. But then his 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 life outside the ring. Uh, uh, not not exemplary. Whatever. I'm neither is mine. My life's not exemplary, for sure. The Rock, on the other hand, I still I'm still trying to find out something bad about this guy. I'm still trying like all his dirt his his dirty laundry's out there. He was rude to a teacher in high school once. You know what I mean? And then went back and apologized to him and stuff like he's squeaky clean. And we'll find out soon. You're right. Something's gonna come to air. He he probably said the N word on on you know. Well, he's half black, so on on a, a voicemail in '94 that they still they they talk about somehow. You know what I mean? Back when he was Samoan and not half black. Right. Um. Probably he might be a. Yeah, uh, when he was a Maya and not a Johnson. Right. Um. But but apparently uh, the the most likable guy. Uh, walks into a room and automatically changes the energy, and, and you're like, "Oh, this guy, yeah, this guy's here," you know. Um, and from what I've heard, uh, the great, the late great Patrice O'Neill, I say that with no sarcasm. I love that man. So, used to write for WWE so much so. One time, Vince McMahon called into the Opie and Anthony show, on which Patrice O'Neill was a regular. And Patrice O'Neill says, "Hey, Mr. McMahon, this is Patrice O'Neill. I used to write for you." What? <laughs> From, you know, and the guys just fell apart laughing. Well, you know, because that's how Vince McMahon is. Um, he said, The Rock is by far too nice for how he looks. If he looked, if Patrice looked like The Rock, yeah, he would not be nice to anybody ever. But I mean, just like how friendly and polite he is for like, like it just goes to show what a, what a, a good guy he is, you know. And not that I drink beer, but if you ever wanted me to buy him a beer, I'd, I'd buy him a case. Yeah. And let him drink and talk about wrestling and stuff. It's awesome. So there, that's my impression of the two men. Um, the Rock, I would go get a fire extinguisher if you were on fire. And I'd be like, oh, no, The Rock's on fire. It's one of our, our national treasures. we got to save keep preserve this. If Hulk was on fire, I'd pull out my camera and start watching. And I'd be like, look, these, this hot dog skinned. Blonde Chinese hair having sucker is burning. Mm. It smells better now. You know, that's that kind of thing. Okay. So, for this, of course, Rock is the face. Hogan's the heel. Um, he was already Hollywood Hogan here, right? Yeah, yeah Hollywood Hulk Hogan here. Um, the Canadian crowd starts cheering, bro. Am I keeping you awake, Adrian? No, man, it's the ecstasy. Um, during the match, however, the Rock hits a sharpshooter. Referee's down. And uh, the Rock releases the hold, gets the referee up, and then Hogan hits a low blow, and then hits a rock bottom on the Rock. Um, the boot, two both go back and forth for the finishing moves. One leg drop, rock bottom, leg drop, rock bottom. They both kick out. And after two more rock bottoms at people's elbow, Hogan uh, Rock pins him and wins the match. That is the entire match. Now here's the thing: the match is not known for the in-ring prowess of either man. It's known for the reaction the fans get. Where Hogan literally starts the match as a heel and turns face by the end of the match, just from the fans cheering him. That's all it was. The fans decided that Hogan is a face now, and the post match uh, shows that they shake hands. That's Kevin, right. Kevin Nash, Scott Hall comes out to attack The Rock, and Hogan, and they end up attacking Hogan. Uh, Rock returns. He saves him and as a sign of respect. Um, 
you know, they both kind of look at each other and shake, you know, shake hands with each other. Um, but here's an interesting thing. Hogan gave an interview recently and he said that his ribs were injured. His ribs were like, he had a cracked rib or something. That's not fun. The whole match with a cracked rib. And he says that they had to change the match on the fly. And he said that while they were changing the match, um, Rock took the lead. It was like, this one, do this one. Yeah, Rock leads the lead match. Great wrestling. Give me what it is. Um, this is the first time Hogan had been a face since like 19... 99? 99, I think. 99, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, I, I gave it a... I gave it a four. I gave it that shot where The Rock goes to do the people's elbow and does his little dance and then the camera pans out and you see the 67,000 people at the WrestleMania. Bruh. I'm saying, bruh. 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 That, that, that shot alone, four bells. This was, this was fantastic. Now, another one we're speed run through. Jazz, Lita, Trish. Uh, near the end of the match, Trish attempts a satisfaction. Lita throws her out of the ring. Lita in the corner. Jazz is a fisherman suplex for the win. Two. Yeah, two as well. Uh, after this, Christian's in the parking lot getting ready to leave. So oh, great. yeah. He's screaming, I'm the hardcore champ. I'm the hardcore champ. He kisses it. Goes, <laughs> Naven comes out, rolls him up, steals the title and his luggage and his, and his cab, and then leaves Christian to scream, God, no. No, why? God, why? Um, um, and why was Christian such a crybaby? Like, after he lost to um, Diamond Dallas Page, he had so to be through a tantrum. says that the best pro wrestling character is someone. Are you down? Are you sad? Feeling out. Have you been working too much and you just don't have the energy? Or not working at all and being a bum. And you still don't have the energy? Well, that's fine. Because us folks in the No Squabulation Podcast have a simple solution. What's our simple solution, sir? We raise energy. R-A-Z-E energy. So go to raiseenergy.com and use the promo code NODQPOD for 15% off your first order. Wait, wait, wait. If they go type in N-O-D-Q-P-O-D, they get how much off? 15% off their first order. You're kidding. No, I never kid. What? I'm serious. That's dude. insane. As serious as Jerry Lawler's heart attack. I tell you what, N-O-D-Q-P-O-D for 15% off your first order. Raise energy. 15% counts in more than more, more than one way. Oh, man, what a sponsor. Welcome. You're welcome for listening to this. Yeah, people. you should definitely use that and go ahead and put some more money in our pockets. We have kids to feed. Um, that being said, Dozens. do you ever feel those awards? Let's, let's shoot these awards out. I right, realized. Match of the night. Spat these awards. I'm gonna have to go. It was Angle versus Kane. Angle Kane. Yeah. You know what? I absolutely agree with you. This is a good match. Angle and Kane. And then Kurt Angle's great. Oh, absolutely. Uh, worst match of the night, dude. I don't want to pick on the ladies, but Jazz, Lita, and and Trish. That was awful. I think we're going to agree a lot more than we thought we were going to do because I absolutely agree with that as well. And as amazing as all three of these ladies looked, that, that only carries it so far. I mean, you know, Stacey Kieber mooned 67,000 people and got spanked hard. That's MVP of the night. Triple H. 
Butch, I'm going to give it to The Rock. Oh, yeah. Caught on the fly to this thing. I respect that. That was a, it was a good match. That, but, but, the, but the Triple H Jericho one, that was the that was one for the books, I think. Now, sir, who's your least valuable player? Again, you know, I don't want to pick on people. I'm missing the – sorry, Trish Stratus. Really? Yeah, she yeah, – she, she, like, ran over and put the other girl on her shoulders. It was like – Maybe to Maven. Maven actually won the hardcore title. Yeah, but he sucks. Does he? Yeah. You, he, you've been talking a lot of shit about Maven. It's, it's now it's time to hung on the fact that he sucks. His physique is also fantastic. Also, worst physique was fantastic. He sucked, too. Facts. Fair. The physique doesn't make the man the man physique. That no one's ever said that. Uh, I just did. No, write but, that shit like, we're we're going to justify it. And no, write that shit down. What was it again? <clears throat> the man. The physique doesn't make the man. The man. You spell physique. You don't have to It's It's saved in the universe forever now. <laughs> uh, I gave it to Maven, though. He was, he was your, your, your Ryback right of the night? Yeah. Uh, what's your highlight of the night? The the people's elbow that they zoomed out and you saw and, and he looked and you realized how many people were actually watching this in that arena. Not counting all the millions and millions of them. Yeah. Well actually hundred thousands of them. It's not a bad thing, it's a good thing. Uh, my height was the suplex onto uh Van Damme's neck. <laughs> That's not your punch? No, it wasn't a bottle, it was a botch. And then Wiggle was like, yo, you want to kick me in the mouth? I'm going to drop you in your dime piece. I'm going to drop you on that stack of dimes you call a neck. What? 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 Your neck? What? Your neck sucks? What? Broke it, huh? <laughs> yeah. One beer. What? Two beers. Two, huh? Three beers. What? Four beers. What? Five beers. Huh? A whiskey. Yeah. A Bloody Mary. Oh, Another beer. Oh, Mary. Mary. Huh? What? Yeah, so suplex is me. <laughs> Hughes there? What's your oh yeah, here's something. Uh, what's your low light? The one moment where you're like, okay, yeah, this sucks. Oh, dude. It was, it was an amazing match with two legends. Oh no? Okay, who is it? It, it wasn't it was when uh, Flair kicked out of the two, and then the Underwhelmer, Undertaker, uh, turned around and threw punches. Remember I made you rewind? Yeah. I wouldn't even call that a botch, but the first two punches he threw were like six inches from his face. I, it was bad. You can't sell, no matter how good you sell. I mean, you got to get a little little closer. I mean, though, I, you see, I, I just I threw a fake punch. And I didn't even flinch. You didn't flinch, but if you were selling... Yeah. Oh yeah, that would look. That was. I said approve the man. It, it was like that. Like it was. It was six inches away, and it was so awful. That was you know. I'm gonna give it to the uh, Booker T and Edge spot where he just does a hair and just lands on top of Booker T, and it just it looks sad. The Booker T landed on top of. Yeah, Edge. it just looks so sad. Yeah. Poor poor guys. What's your final rating for the show? I gave it four bells. This was a good. This was a good under. Uh, in my opinion, an underrated uh, WrestleMania. Of course, we don't do halves here, but I'm a, it's it's a three for me. But it's a low three. It's a low three. It could be a low three or a high two, but a low three. We give it back for the out because the Candy Kurt Angle match was amazing. Yeah, it was. 
So, so it was a C plus or it was a C minus or a D plus. Yeah, yeah, but no worries though because after this we'll have to decipher through if we're gonna find any of the weekly shows that are up to up Worth to stuff. Yeah, up to up to. I like you know, we are watching everything. It's just a matter of if we're gonna record everything or if we'll save it for later. If we do everything chronologically, we're never going to come back to 2002. So there are going to be a few episodes we'll come back to later and be like, oh, we didn't do that. Let's record it now. So we make the rules. So there are no rules, but we make them. There's none, but there are. There's some. Um, so, yes, that has been I – gave, I gave it a low three. So you give it a four? I gave it a four. I do it mathematically. That's the only thing I do mathematically. I, I – Get the average of all my grading ratings. It was three point nine 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 five six two. So again, I round it up. Give it a four. And I respect the technique. Now, this is a call to action for some of you. Go out on Instagram and follow J E S S underscore reviews. That's Jess underscore reviews. J E S S underscore reviews twenty twenty. Um, Jess, she does. Um, wrestling vlogs and, and she has reviews for movies and everything like that. Um, she will be joining us in some episodes. She is happily welcomed to a part of the family here. Um, maybe not a full time. Maybe she may not be a full time member. She is welcome to the family. So we like to keep our. She's in the squad. So. We like to, you know, she's a cousin right now. She ain't a sister yet. She's a cousin. Laz, Laz a daddy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a granddaddy, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And Tay, Tay something, bro. He, he family, though. Um, but Tay's a player, bro. Tay, player, player, player. But this has been the Notice Call Fishing Podcast. Make sure you go ahead and follow her. Do your, do your just desserts and your just dizzy, your just whatever. You know, I'm starting to ramble. I had too much ecstasy. Just kidding. Hell, too much LSD. Raffle, raffle, raffle. Yeah, 18 tablets of acid. Um, but. This has been the Notice Qualification Podcast. I'm Adrian. I'm Laszlo. And no drugs are used in this podcast. Anymore. Or any less. Wonder!